Welcome to the Her Influence Podcast, calling women to rise in purpose and influence in your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts. The Her Influence Podcast is created on behalf of Gather Women by women in Canada for women everywhere to rise in their leadership influence wherever they are planted. A special thanks to our sponsor, Mercy Canada, restoring hope, transforming lives. And now, here are your hosts, Kathy Ostapchuk, Vanessa Hoyes, and Caitlin Say. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 13, season one of the Her Influence podcast. And today it is a lucky 13 because I am talking to none other than Caitlin Say, one of our co-hosts. And really, by the time you're done with us, you're going to know everything about us. No lie. We're going to cover all the layers. But if you are just tuning in today for the first time, this is your lucky day because Caitlin is one of these rare finds, young woman, 28 years old, but so deeply grounded in everything spiritual. She is a mentor to me for sure in this conversation. I picked up so much just by listening to her that I'm really encouraged that you get to join in this conversation with us. So what about Caitlin? Caitlin is an author, pastor, educator, and certified leadership coach. Wow, all that in one young woman. Amazing. She's a passionate joy chaser, beauty hunter, and vibrant learner. With an exclamation point, her commitment to experience and spread the love of God infuses her unique bivocational career as educator and pastor with innovation. Through her work, play, rest, and writing, Caitlin endeavors to promote the growth, engagement, and flourishing of all people. Well, if you're following along with this bio, you know that she's using some pretty powerful words as we describe her and these are intentionally chosen because this woman is all that and more she loves to gather people around dinner tables and god-given purposes she fosters learning environments that cultivate resiliency belonging and collaboration she believes relationships are the heartbeat of any powerful life worthwhile cause and thriving community Caitlin is the sisterhood pastor in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and is the founder of Inspire YXE. Inspire YXE exists to inspire youth to overcome struggle and influence the world in positive ways by valuing humanity and promoting the identity, belonging, and purpose of all people. And she has an amazing website where you can go find her, CaitlinSayCEY.com. And I first met Caitlin um, at a leaders event um, and kind of noticed her across the room. And though we're in very different seasons of our lives, you know how it is when you meet somebody or see somebody and you're instantly drawn to them and you're not sure why until you start talking. And immediately when I started talking to Caitlin, I just sensed uh, an intensity and a focus wrapped up in this stunning package that just exudes joy and it actually um, exudes confidence and it's not often that you find a woman a leader anyone at that age in the 20s that walks and talks and carries herself with that mantle of god-given authority and confidence and also peace there's a real peace that emanates from her a real sense of calm and purpose. And then Caitlin invited me out to Saskatoon actually a year ago now uh, in September 
and put together just this brilliant leadership day for women in Saskatoon and just was so strategic in the way she structured the day and so strategic in how she handled the women that were there and what she inspired in them. So she is the real deal. Today, we're actually talking a little bit more about rising in purpose. And we call it rising in purpose, but for so many of us, it's circling around our purpose or trying to find our purpose or running after our purpose, and our purpose is always eluding us. But rising to purpose is not actually a vertical rise. It's actually, it can be a cycle, and we call it maybe stages of power or seasons of power or seasons of purpose. However you want to use the metaphor will be fine. But today we're going to be talking about where do you actually finally land on your purpose? Where do you start and where do you end? And Janet Hagberg has an amazing resource called The Stages of Power. Janet Hagberg, The Stages of Power. And you can Google that. And I would suggest anybody listening who's at all listening and interested in purpose, power, authority, influence, would get your hands on this book. It's a good read. I think it's something that you will always have in your library. But it just assumes that we always go through these cycles in attaining power and influence for ourselves. We start out powerless. We may attach ourselves to a few friends that would give us a little bit of confidence and and make us feel that we actually belong. Then we'll get some degrees or do some achievements or get the corner office and we'll feel that now we've got power. And then usually we get to another stage where we start reflecting on our life and wanting something more, something deeper. And very often it's accompanied by a wall moment where we have a crisis that happens or big change, deep change, and we really can't move beyond it until we are fully surrendered. And then after the surrender, we really start having true power, and that's power by giving it away and empowering others. And so we kind of go through these stages with Caitlin as she talks about her own journey. And though, again, she is a young woman, but she has leaned in well and learned well from all of these things. And I love her because she's a prairie girl. I love her because she's from Saskatchewan, and I feel very at home with her. And I just would love, I hope someday you will meet her too face to face. So hang on to your seats, get your pens out, and prepare to make some notes as you listen to my conversation with Caitlin Say. Enjoy. Well, we want to welcome you to the Her Influence podcast presented by Gather Women. And I am Kathy Ostrichuk, one of the co-hosts. And I'm so pleased today that I'm having a conversation with Caitlin Say, also one of the co-hosts. And it's just an opportunity for us to talk a little bit more about authority and power, mm-hmm. but even hear from Caitlin how this has played out in in your life is going to be great for us all and I'm going to learn some things I'm sure too and it's so interesting um, to think about um, what seasons in a woman's life and so we're different ages obviously and I've had different seasons where I've led things or I haven't led things and I thought it was a leader and then I thought it wasn't a leader and now I'm not really sure if I want to lead or not I just want to enjoy life so you in your stage you're you're a younger leader, and I would definitely say you have that mantle on you, that gift, that anointing mm. of leadership all over you. It's so, so clear. Mm. But did you always feel like that? Hmm. 
No, um, I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't know that, that I always feel like that even now, but uh, I appreciate that and appreciate those words. I think, um, I think life is just a journey for all of us. And that, uh, you know, as far as we've, we've talked about, you know, what is leadership? What is influence? Um, I would say I am privileged that I've always known Jesus. And I just grew up in a home where I learned about Jesus when I was young and who he is. And I uh, had scripture on my walls and went to church and sang the songs. And, um, and then it's just this journey. And there's the ups and the downs and uh, the surprises and um, the new revelations. And I, I think I'm just enjoying the journey of learning and more and more all the time just embracing the fact that life is learning and mistakes are okay and they're going to happen and uh, just um, learning too the the joy of hearing his voice and um, and really delighting in him receiving that he delights in me and letting that be a high priority in this season of my life and just enjoying the joy of that Right. And so in all of that, I haven't, you know, heard you refer to some of the normal language we use around leadership or I just want to lead well. And I, you, I'd like to get more women into a program or more used to this event. You're talking about just enjoying Jesus presence with him and relationship. Yeah. That's so refreshing to hear. Yeah. And that's so rare to hear, I would say, especially for a leader in your season. And so where did that sense that for you that begins internally come from? Yeah, there is nothing like knowing the person of Jesus. There's nothing like it. And um, I think I have been through seasons and um, I think many of us probably have where, where faith is just language and it's words and we know the right words and we know the, the cliche phrases and and we know how to act and and life can become autopilot and um and so whether it's ministry or job or relationships or family or whatever it is um I guess it's believing what we really say that we believe and that all through the Bible, when it says that the point of life is actually relationship with God. And I think of Romans uh, Romans 8.29, where it talks about, you know, you were chosen to become more like the image of Christ. And what does that mean? Well, it's just such a, it's a joyful journey to just walk that. That's our highest purpose and our highest calling. So uh, I think I've learned in the last few years to hold things loosely um, because they come and they go. Um, even leadership, I mean, you might be leading for a while and then you might not be. And um, those things, seasons come and go. And even friendships, like sometimes they come and go. Um, but the more deeply rooted we can be in just that that constant walking with him, there's such freedom there. And so I don't know it deeply, but I want to know more of it and I'm on the journey of learning more about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think those words are really encouraging to all of us. Warren Bennis, who's a great leadership guru, said no one sets out to actually be a leader. They just set out to be more fully human. And so you're you're talking about that journey. I just want to become 
all that I can be. Yeah. And it's a different path maybe for people that set out to be a leader because um, there's a woman called Janet Hagberg who wrote this book called Stages of Power. And we talk about seasons in a life. Mm-hmm. And she did so much research that actually calls these seasons stages that we go through in our journey to becoming more human. But also if you're seeking to become a leader, there's also stages you have to go through. Mm-hmm. And she talks about this first stage being powerless where we actually show up in life and it's like a baby is born and they can't do anything for themselves but we show up in a new season and we're not quite sure where we belong yeah and so have you ever experienced that in your life where you really weren't sure because this was fresh in you or you were disoriented or yeah 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 you know what I'm getting more comfortable with being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and it's great and I think that um there's freedom there too Mm -hmm. with that with when we feel powerless and again it comes back to to knowing who we are in Christ um that we can learn to actually feel confident even in those spaces and the other thing even with the stages of power um I do think there there are these different stages to maturity and spiritual maturity and growth but what I love about the gospel is that we are always one moment away from complete victory and um when when we notice and when we recognize that you know our thoughts and our beliefs our actions they're not in alignment with what God says is true we're a moment away from realigning ourselves and that's the power of the cross of Christ and so I've just been enjoying that freedom of uh yeah you know you find yourself like feeling like a fish out of water sometimes or making the wrong call or offending someone or feeling offended or whatever it is but um we're we're literally just a moment away from stepping back into alignment into that holy place that God has destined for us to live um where he just says I am enough I made that sacrifice, just step into it. And it's just a, it's a restful, it's a restful walk with him that way. Yeah. And that's also a great reminder because in our minds, we may think, you know, we're so far away, we can never get back. And so we're swimming in an ocean all by ourselves. So what we tend to do is get the right people around us to kind of make us feel like we belong. Right. And so we'll align ourselves with, you know, maybe the chair of the board or you know the leader of the women's ministry just you know be my people so that I can feel like I belong somewhere yeah because we feel like we might be so far away from God that that's you know let's people have arms and legs that we can actually touch yeah so have you ever experienced that or seen anybody in your world that kind of makes their group yeah oh yeah um you know, I so I work as a high school teacher and a pastor, and so um, lots of working with people. And ultimately, my big passion is just watching people grow and uh, making sure that I'm on that journey authentically myself. Um, and so for sure, I see that play out, you know, even in my classroom, um, students who are, are trying hard to associate with certain people to be seen in a certain way. Um, but it's the same principles for a classroom as it is in a ministry, as it is leading anywhere. And they're actually kingdom principles. You provide a safe place for students where they feel safe, like they can trust each other, like they're not going to be made fun of and they thrive, you know, providing that safe, that trusting environment for a classroom is of paramount importance for learning and um, their engagement and their confidence and innovation and new ways of thinking like that's kingdom stuff. I think that as Christians, um, we should be among the 
the most innovative on the planet because we're not afraid to come up with a, a dumb idea or a, you know, it's this no more fear-based mindset. And so and it's the same thing in the church as we're just thinking about, you know, how can we grow and how can we spread this good news um, in powerful ways in our communities and really be the change makers that God's created us to be. Um, it's those same principles and it's, con- it's all connected to identity and resting in the gospel. Mm-hmm. And again, comes back to that challenging question um, that I think we often, I often have to repeat to myself, do I really believe the good news of the gospel that yeah. I am free? And when I can bring that into my classroom or into the ministries that I lead, um, that's where fruit is produced. It's where people feel engaged and empowered and like they, they can grow and feel safe there too. Yeah. I was watching Billy Graham's biography on on Netflix. It was amazing. But he said one thing at the end where I've never strayed away from my primary message. Like I've always, you know, shared the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I thought that's such great clarity. And Caitlin, every time I hear you speak, you talk about the gospel Hmm. and its value to you. And that is your primary message. And that's such clarity. Hmm. And I, I, I wonder if often for people, you know, you, you mentioned in, in, in school that kids do grab onto each other to get their sense of worth and sense of power, sort of like mean girls, mm-hmm, right? Like mm-hmm. here's my group. You also mentioned, you know, uh, we need to be innovative. We need to be doing things. We need to lead the way. So a lot of times people will grab onto accomplishments, mm. you know, and say like, this is what defines me. This is kind of what sets me apart. This is what I can do. Mm-hmm. This is where I've reached in my ministry or organization. This is my name on the door. Mm-hmm. And we tend to get our worth from there. I mean, we know that it's only found in Jesus, but it's so normal, even in ministry to want to produce results. Do you feel that pressure? Um, I, I used to feel it a lot more. I sort of experienced a bit of a defining moment myself. Um, years ago, I, I just had I was just a chronic striver, um, trying, 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 and trying hard in my classroom and trying hard in ministry. And um, I just had went through an awful relationship that just fell apart. And I was uh, struggling with some health issues. I just found myself at a real low, low. And um, it was in that place of, you know, complete just emptiness and brokenness and um, asking God, you know, I remember looking at the scriptures, it says that he will give satisfaction through his love. And someone asked me, what do you really, what do you think God's love feels like? And I I said, I don't know. I haven't thought a lot about the feeling. I had concentrated a lot on, on the logic and the learning and the knowledge. I'd been to Bible college, but the feeling. Um, and I started really falling in love with just being with him. But it took time. It was painful at first because I just so used to spinning my wheels. And um, but it was almost like I just became so captivated with the goodness of Him and who He is, and more familiar with my own need for Him, mm-hmm. which only makes the gratitude grow for all that He's done. And um, and so the more that I can live my life, kind of from this deep inner core place of that is what I just value most is that time with him then the freedom from you know needing to perform or anything like that it's hearing his well done that becomes more and more important Um, and that's it's a journey but that's the most satisfying journey yeah that's great it reminds me of the life of Peter where you know just 
a fisherman, not just a fisherman, but sort of like didn't have any real power, gets in with the Jesus crowd Mm -hmm. and finds himself there. Mm -hmm. You know, you're the rock, I'm going to build my church on you and becomes doing things in Jesus' name that, you know, very much high achieving disciple. And then all of a sudden goes back to being a fisherman when Jesus Mm -hmm. is gone and Jesus finds him and says, do you love me? And so that love, like reminding him of this is a primary relationship right here. That's right. Right. Out of love. And I think that aha moment in Peter is, okay, I think I know what it's really all about, but I'm sure that it was really tough to have something and then lose it. Yeah. You know, so your relationships can be taken away from you. Yeah. Your power can go your church can change, yeah, <laughs> your, yeah. somebody else can step into your job. All of that can be taken away from you. Yeah. But what God has called for you and spoken over you won't. And so it's that stage four where we talk about, like, I'm really reflecting on what's important in its relationship with God. Yeah. But you were saying that kind of came out of a relationship that was really hard that had to end. Yeah. So it's sort of like a wall or, a, you know. Yeah, a surrender, uh, right? Yeah. I think we get to this point where... Um, it's, it's a surrender, and Danielle Strickland talks about mm-hmm. that. She writes about that, how we are most powerful when we're in our surrender stance. Yeah. We got our hands up yeah. in the air, and, uh, and that's when his power comes and just flows through. And that's the freedom that the yeah. Bible's talking about. You know, who the Son has set free is free mm-hmm. indeed. And, um, there, you know, we got two options when it comes to living in slavery. We're a slave to sin, or we're a slave to Jesus Christ, where the true freedom is. But there's no middle ground. There's actually no doing it my own way it's it's one or the other and um so that just that inner even moment by moment surrender of okay this isn't going the way i thought or this but just letting go is such a relief and and a release through life yeah Yeah. and i love that you paint the picture of on this side of that wall there's freedom but everything leading up to that it's like slavery. It's like being slave to, this is the group I need to be to that feeds my ego. Right. This is what I need to keep doing and I need to hold on to that because yeah. that's I'm enslaved to it. I, I don't know who I am without it. Yeah. But then you get into this, you know, what, what does it really mean to follow Jesus? It's loving him through the wall. And then on the other side of that is power by purpose where you start giving it away. And I see that in the things that you have chosen to do hmm. with your life. So not every young girl would be doing what you have chosen to do, which is really spending yourself out on behalf of others. So what are the types of things that you do now in your world that would speak to this power by purpose? How do you Mm. see that playing out for you? Yeah, I feel like it's just so satisfying um, to, to be building people and the the real the call to discipleship and i guess make his gospel known so people know there's freedom for you the world is desperate for it like right even right here in north america like our world is desperate for freedom from the very things that we're describing it's exhausting life to try and live for Mm -hmm. self and it is freedom to let go and be loved and known by god and then make his love known um so in my context now i love um through education providing tools and skills and confidence in youth in the next generation they've got so much negativity coming against them so many negative messages spoken over them about who they are what makes them um important and anxiety 
anxiety and depression is just rampant. So um, really having the opportunity to work with young people and people from all over the country. We've just got the most diverse group here in our country. And so we, you know, we can be learning too as we're uh, interacting. And so I love being a leader in, in the education realm and uh, so believe in, in these young people. They're, they're the next leaders in our country. They're gonna be the decision makers and the change makers. So um, we wanna be sowing into them and pouring into them. And, uh, and then through ministry, um, we, you know, leading the sisterhood uh, community in Saskatchewan is a privilege with an incredible team, incredible team. Everything is team because we can't do anything alone. Um, and one of our major initiatives is, uh, it's called Inspire. And it is just about inspiring young people to overcome struggles with an emphasis on mental health and really rise up as the leaders that they were created to be. And so um, that gives me uh, tons of satisfaction. But at the heart of all of that, um, I do love to reflect at the end of, of days and, and ask myself, um, you know, what defines success for you right, today? Right. Um, because there's ups and downs and sometimes things feel successful and sometimes mm-hmm. they totally don't. <laughs> um, and so asking that question and, and always reminding myself, did you love well today? Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. did, that was a successful day. And I think that's when the Father is pleased with us and and with our efforts. Yeah, yeah. that's a, a great point because we can do, you can do all of the things that you're doing now on the other side of that wall. You can do them with a great team and, you know, as a great achiever with very great, amazing gifts of leadership and mm-hmm. vision and inspiring the next generation because people do do it on that other side right but because you've kind of come through and reflected on it actually your true leadership starts when you have that time to reflect and say am mm-hmm. i doing it from the right motive huh. and so we should have good people around us we should build great teams we should have the best teams in the church right. and in the kingdom right we yeah. should model the way we should also be doing things at a high level of excellence but when those things define us you know they're they're so temporal yeah but living with purpose is doing the same things but with a different motive that's out right of love for love and really it's sometimes it's only you who knows yeah but it's you who pays if it's if if it's yeah. if you are drawing life from success or from a, a certain outcome even yeah. um and it's an empty way of living out faith I know um when I when I start to feel that you know rising up it's just you just want to come back to to rest in him and to remember that it's a grace walk for each one of us we're all equally in need of grace and so just waking up and receiving that each morning is what makes it's what makes the joy of our faith yeah yeah I I'm reminded of these three words is it enough is it ever enough and on on the other side, like before, you know, um, where real power starts, it often isn't enough. Like I've done all these amazing things, you know, I've got my, my degree, I've done this, I've done this, but there's still that emptiness. Mm -hmm. But when you have that longing that something is missing, when you're leading through purpose, my sense is that you're just longing for more of God That's right. and you won't have him like you're longing for eternity. It's that other yeah. worldly longing. And there's such a difference in those, 
the placement, the direction of those two longings, because this one will be filled. Yeah. This one never will be. That's right. Yeah. 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 And I would say it affects, it's not just about, you know, job or performance. It's it's really all areas of life um, in, in that surrender pose. Um, as a single woman, I'm 28 years old, Christian single woman, um, there's this yeah. aspect of even, there's joy and surrender in that area of life, right? And just trusting, God, if you want this to happen, um, you know, like you're able and it's just a, it's a relief and mm-hmm. um a, and a deeper trust and it it infiltrates you know yeah every area of life just believing and knowing um you don't have to be god you don't have to have the answers you don't have to figure things out you just like your job is to rest at his feet mm-hmm. and to love him and to believe the gospel believe yeah. what he says about you to be true and and go out and move in the ways he directs the very last stage of power uh and we go back and forth around the cycle and we have a home stage we like to go through and mm. you know my home stage is three i like to still accomplish things and mm. i think that might be yours yeah. too yeah but the very last one is uh power by wisdom mm. where and I know that's very attractive to you. Just speak to that before we close. Oh, yeah. Um, The scriptures say that Christ is wisdom. So it's the very person that he is so captivating and he himself is defined as wisdom. Um, And so, you know, knowledge and information is good and it's helpful and we, we need it and God's made us to use that. But it's the wisdom that we need from him to know how to put pieces together and timing and uh and you know just the right moves at the right time like there's no manual for a life of influence you know do it this way at this time and this you you can't memorize it and I guess as a teacher you see how badly students want to memorize formulas so they can just plug it in and every time it will work because we love feeling successful and being seen as as competent um but wisdom is, again, it, it requires us to go in so humbly. We don't know the answers. He does. And relying on um, and trusting that he will build wisdom in us as we experience intimacy with him and learn to trust his heart more through relationship. So, um, you know, we need the knowledge we need the, the, the information, but we desperately need the wisdom to know how to put it into practice to bring the kingdom of God from heaven to earth. Yeah, that's a powerful message. Mm. And I think it's a message that you will always stay true to because it comes from your core. Mm. So I really appreciate a glimpse into the life of a prairie girl yeah. out on the prairies in Saskatchewan. Yeah, and Kathy's going to come ride the combine <laughs> with me this fall. Absolutely. Because I think God is doing something amazing there in Saskatchewan through Sisterhood, through Inspire, mm. through Caitlin. And thank you for being faithful to, to him. Thank you for being part of this podcast. And our prayer is that there may be somebody listening out there that put identifies themselves on one stage of the journey or one season and sees that God always wants to pull you forward Mm -hmm. so find a mentor or someone that is a stage ahead of you so that you can track with them because a lot of people may not like what's happening in your life when you're so different you know you're changing you're transforming they want to pull you back just come and get in the bible study again just come back to our group just if God is always moving you forward into kind of uncharted waters and so 
would you say go with God? Go with, <laughs> go with God. God. Absolutely. Yes. And I love the idea of mentorship. Uh, have the confidence to pursue that. Um, ask for that. And even if you get a no, ask somebody else. Because it's such an important piece of our growth. We learn through relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And you've mentored me today through your words. And I'm sure there are women out there who you've had a huge impact on. So oh, thank you. just keep speaking that speak and walking that walk. Thanks we love a lot, you. We appreciate you. Thank you. So that was my conversation with Caitlin. And I don't know about you, but whenever I'm talking to Caitlin, I feel like I'm in church. (laughs) That girl is so deeply spiritually grounded, which is amazing. And it's good. And more of us need to be like that. I love how Caitlin just weaves the word gospel into everything. And we talked about Billy Graham, how he always had the same message wherever he went. And Caitlin is the same in that the message for her is always the power of the gospel. And she does feel privileged. She's always known the gospel. She's always known Jesus. But it's always the circuitous route to knowing that and then actually being able to live that. And she has said a few things that are quotable. I've learned to hold things loosely, including leadership, because it can come and go. And you know what? There are so many paradoxes in life. That's one of them. We want to lead well. We want to influence well. But we also have to hold it loosely and be prepared to let leadership and influence go for a season or to pick up something greater or to be formed in who we're going to need to be in the next stage. So to fit whatever God has for us. And then being more comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think that's the other thing we wrestle with is that we just want to package everything up in a pretty bow. We think that we can control everything, manipulate it. We can control people. We can have the right people around us. We can do the right things, go to the right school, get the right job at the right church, the right ministry. And really at the end of the day, we can't. So just being uncomfortable because that is what pushes us to grow. Sometimes you get attached to people and we find our power through there. But Caitlin reminded us that it's really about providing a safe space for all people where they belong. So we don't need to have these spaces where some people are out, some people are in. Let's invite everybody in. And where people are belonging, that is true kingdom. And then Caitlin kind of shares a little bit of her history in the fact that she is an achiever. And so many of us get our power that way. Like we can do good things and people can recognize that in us. But when she became captivated with the goodness of God and with her need for him, she could let that go. And so in the world, we have choices. And if we're choosing, we can either be a slave to sin or a slave to Jesus Christ. And of course, you know what Caitlin's choice is there. So then we move into the next stage, how we get our power. And it's really power by giving our power away to others. And so Caitlin is doing that. Oh, my goodness. I mean, she pours into hundreds of young people, hundreds. She has a summer conference um, with Inspire YXC. And it's just stunning to see the influence this young woman has. And she does the same when she gathers women. And she speaks truth. And I love watching the trajectory of her life. She talks a little bit about being single. It's a really complicated stage to be well any stage is a complicated stage to be in 2019 but even wrestling with that finding joy in that surrender so 
I'm going to close with quoting Caitlin saying there is no manual for a life of influence. There's no formula. That's where we need to get our power from wisdom, the wisdom that only Christ can bring. We need the knowledge and the and the information, but we need his wisdom to put it into practice. And so right there in a nutshell, you have sort of a window into what Caitlin offers through the outpouring of her life. Leadership 101 in a nutshell, and 102, and 103. And she's good for all of it because she's so deeply grounded. So here we are, episode 13 already of season one. And so next week, we're going to close with the three of us being in the room, having a chat, a girl chat, a leadership chat, a life chat. So I hope that you join us, Vanessa, Caitlin, and I. And then what? Well, we're going to launch into season two. Just want to let you know that Vanessa and Caitlin are coming into Toronto from Montreal from Saskatoon and we're going to be together and we have some amazing guests lined up for you next season as we talk about different arenas of influence so we're hoping to get better all the time get more seasoned but we're always going to be using (laughs) really real voices bold words and delivering what we can to equip you with our whole hearts because that's what we're here for if at all possible, you can get yourself out to Oakville October 25th and 26th to gather with us at the meeting house. I highly encourage you to do that. Look at the months you have left in this year and strategically plan to say, I'm going to invest in being with the women in Canada that are gathering to hear from God and respond with a collective voice. There's so much that he's doing among our girls in this nation. It's stunning. And so I would love you to be in that space with us. Meet some other women. Get equipped. There's going to be amazing teaching, amazing worship, creativity, lots of time to connect with each other, great shopping. And just come to Oakville and be with us. Don't worry how far away you are. Put, um, it's it's. It's better to be together. Don't you agree? So until we chat next week together, it's Kathy Ostrich signing up off for the Her Influence podcast. You are loved and you are seen. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Her Influence podcast. We'd love you to share this episode to encourage a friend and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more on the Gather Women movement, visit gatherwomen.com. For free resources, circles, and events in your area. Better yet, grab your girlfriends and register to join us live at the Gather Rise Conference, October 25th and 26th in Oakville, so we can meet you. A special thanks to our sponsor, Mercy Canada, restoring hope, transforming lives. And now, rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts.